Whether you've overdone it at the gym, at the dinner table, or on the couch, AHM Health Insurance have a cover for you. Join direct at ahm.com.au. For SEN America, this is the SEN NFL Podcast. Hello and welcome to the SEN NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Garraway, and sitting across the desk from me this evening is absolutely no one, but that's okay. For those who don't know, on Monday night, we were live on SEN with our good friend, Brett Thomas, who was filling in for Mark Fine. We did a full hour wrapping up NFL coverage, so what we're going to bring you, bring you today is that sound. So we pretty much did what we normally do on the podcast. We covered all the games. So James and Chris were in the studio with me. Uh, Brett jumped in as well, which is absolutely fantastic. So we'll throw to that. The one thing, we did do it on a Monday night, so we didn't have time to get to the Sunday night game where the Seahawks absolutely destroyed the Carolina Panthers to the tune of 40-7. to And what was arguably the worst Monday night game of all time, the Indianapolis Colts, 41, destroyed the New York Jets, 10. Uh, I'll quickly touch on those games um, at the end of the podcast. But for right now, we'll throw it over to the sound from Monday night. As I said, we have Richie Garraway, James Arthur, and Chris Bryant from the NFL uh, podcast, SEN's NFL podcast, in the studio with us for the next hour. Fellas, good evening. We had games in the snow, games in the sun. Uh, we had some interesting results uh, on Sunday in the NFL. You're certainly right, Brett. It was one of those uh, crazy weekends where games down in Florida look like it's a beautiful day. Then you look at the games up north in Green Bay and uh, up in Chicago where it's snowing nonstop. So... Those don't realise America is just as big a country as uh, as Australia is from top to bottom. Uh, but one of the games we want to start with was Kansas City twenty nine travelling to Atlanta twenty eight. It's going now, to hurt the Falcons, do you think? Uh, well, they lead the division. They're tied up um, now with Tampa, so it wasn't a great loss. But I think they're still in the driver's seat. But um, Matt Ryan just didn't learn his lesson to stay away from Eric Berry. That's for sure. Eric Berry has shot himself into contention for Defensive Player of the Year. In my view, he had a, a pick six and a new phrase in the NFL over the last couple of seasons, a pick two, where he picked off a point after attempt or a two point after attempt and took it back uh, for a defensive score, which gives you two points. Uh, and he did it when they were down by one after the Atlanta had just rallied and scored a pretty nice touchdown. And instead of leading by three, they were down by one. And it was an incredible turn of events. And that was the game from then on. He also scored a touchdown earlier. So a defensive player giving you eight points, that's it's pretty rare and pretty impressive. Besides the one little hiccup um, against Tampa Bay a few weeks ago, Kansas City, much like last year, got didn't get up to the greatest start, but have just been on a test lately. And I'd see if we can run into the playoffs. Yeah, I think you're spot on about the Chiefs. I think they just find a way to win, don't they? They're... Um I found them this week, they were a little bit not as conservative as normal. I think the criticism on Andy Reid has been that he's being a little conservative, but this week they ran the fake punt. Just a little bit something different, I guess, um, you know, going forward, you know, looking for the postseason. They're um, 
going to bring out all their tricks then and and show away. But I mean that division spot on, isn't it? The AFC West, it's loaded, it's absolutely loaded. loaded. There, there's going to be arguably three teams in the playoffs from that one division, um, and the Chargers are playing great in there. So yeah, look, Matt Ryan just. Uh, I don't know what that call was and why, but you know, good. I think Eric Berry, the way he did it, gave the balls to his parents after each of those scores. I think that's phenomenal. And he's, I seen his press conference. You know, he was in tears. He said before the game, during the game, doing that, giving the balls to his parents just because of what they did with him through that cancer scare. Yeah, well, it was his first time back in. The first time he played Atlanta because they're in the different conferences, and he said the last time he was in Atlanta during the season was when he was having chemotherapy yeah. for his cancer. And this is a guy who was comeback player of the year last year, deservingly, and has just shot himself into MVP contention. I think he's been outstanding this year. But the one guy I want to discuss from the Chiefs' defense, and I think Richie knows who I'm going to bring yeah, I know up. exactly who you're going to bring up. Justin Houston, who missed all of last season and a little bit of the one before with an injury, a knee injury, is back. He has played three games this year. He already has four tackles, six, sorry, 16 tackles, four sacks, a forced fumble, and six tackles for loss. So he is back in full flight. He had, he had three of those sacks in one game last yeah, week. Because he, he didn't play much the first game. No. He's, he's played in three games, but I think he only played 15 snaps out of the 70 in the first game. So he's back, and when he's playing well... This Chiefs defense is is really hard to play against, and Atlanta are one of the top deep, the top offenses in the league. But their defense let them down today. Alex Smith tore them apart, played his best game for the season, and this is a well coached team. They don't do anything exceptional, but they do everything really well. And if you have a weakness, Andy Reid will find it. He'll attack it, and he'll find ways to win, as you can see. Yeah, they just keep pulling it out. I mean, you know me, I'm not raps for Alex Smith, and normally it's because he's not asked to do anything much. You know, he dinks and dunks, and it's pretty boring usually watching Chiefs football, but, um, you know, putting up 29 points on uh, not a great Atlanta defense, but they're not awful by any stretch of the imagination. And that's a, you know, a playoff contending team that, that they've knocked off. So I was, I was pretty impressed. Um, we'll move on to the next game, the San Francisco. Uh, 49ers who are normally in decent weather. They had to travel out to Chicago where it was snowing pretty much all day and they got smashed 6-26. to 26. Um, Kaepernick got benched, I think... Oh, sorry, he got sacked five times before being benched, Chris. He, um, he really turned it on, didn't he? Really, like, if this was a nil-all draw, you'd be like, you know, whatever. But it was it was horrible. It was horrible. He had five, He got sacked five times. He threw for four yards. So he got sacked for more yards than what he... You know, First was, time that's ever happened. Someone yeah. has been sacked more times than their yardage ever. He was benched for Gabbett. And Gabbett was not as bad, but he was still pretty bad. But he I, got benched for Kaepernick a few weeks ago. Yeah, this yeah. is the most untalented team in the NFL. I, I 100% agree. I think we discussed it last week. If the Browns, who haven't won a game yet... and Thank heavens they didn't lose a game this weekend because they had a bye, uh, which could be their only saviour. But if they played on a neutral field... You know what? I'll take the Browns coming into uh, San Fran. They would beat them. The San Fran are the... Since 
uh, the middle linebacker whose name slipped in my mind. Bowman, Navarro Bowman went down with a knee injury. They have zero defensive talent. Buckner's a, a nice young rookie they got in the first round, but that's all he is so far. Uh, Carlos Hyde is a shining light on offense, but he's dragged down to the toilet of what is that team. Chip Kelly needs to get out of there before his career is tarnished and a college team might even have him back. I well, think he's going back to Oregon. I reckon he, uh, I tell you, why would you stick around in this situation? He'll get more money back in Oregon. 100% he'll get more money. And then Levi Stadium is arguably the worst new stadium going around. The yep. fans don't go to it. It's hot as all hell. You, you're out in the sun. They, they post every week they had 70,000 fans turn up, yeah. which how is how many, many tickets, tickets they sold. How many did they give which away, is, though? It's all yeah. season tickets. They're all season in, in tickets. The they're all sold in advance. They, they reckon there's less than half of that turning up. They're, they're losing money. They haven't put in a report to the Santa Clara County in ages. But, I mean, either way, we've, we've completely ignored Chicago, who aren't very good either. But with their third-string quarterback, you know, put up some points. I think I made an argument with you the other day. Tony Romo is, a, is, an, you, is an Illinois boy. He's from Chicago. That's where he grew up. If they were to get Tony Romo, they have a good young rookie. In <laughs> Hang on, what Howard. would they give up to get him, though? We've Second been on round six pick. minutes in the Second Cowboys round pick. <laughs> No, this is Romo talk, not Cowboy talk. <laughs> oh, but you throw Romo into that team, then you have a chance to keep Olsen Jeffrey. Because he'll, he'll come. I think, I think he's gone regardless. I think well, if if you're that worried, tag him again. Pay him fifteen million to stay another year. It's not that much. For exactly. A wide receiver, in, the, anyway. in today's in today's NFL, it's not that bad. You have a good rookie running back in Howard. He's had another hundred yard game, three touchdowns. He's been second to Zeke Elliott. But if it wasn't for Zeke Elliott, he would have been the best rookie this year. They have good defensive players. Leonard Floyd, who I was one of my ticks of approval in the draft, who I got right. He has been outstanding for them all season. I just feel like they've got so many good pieces on that team. And I think John Fox is a good coach. I don't think he's an exceptional coach, but he's a good coach, and he makes a good defense. If they get a quarterback, if they were to get Tony Romo, I'm not saying they'd be a contender, but they could potentially win that division with with Tony Romo. It's not exactly the most loaded division right now. No. Like it, You look back a couple of, even last year. Do you think Minnesota are going to get better with Teddy Bridgewater back? No, because I never really rated it. They've got him a lot anyway. of holes. Like Green Bay, they've got Aaron Rodgers. That's always going to be a contention. But if they fire their coach, which could oh, happen, Mc- I McCarthy's it, gone. It could, if they don't make the playoffs, I think he's gone. Black Monday. A, see you later. Yeah, that's a big change. That is a huge change for them to do. I will just say, Richie, I've um I've made a bit of a mistake. I forgot to put the Baltimore Miami game on the on the rundown. So if you want to quickly touch base on that, that'd be fine. That's my do you want me to lead into it? We've got yeah, good. Baltimore destroyed the Miami Dolphins thirty-eight to six and come back with a thud, didn't they? Yeah, the Dolphins. They have come back to earth hard. Uh, which is it's disappointing because I was kind of rooting for the Dolphins, but I think the Ravens I think they're okay. Their defense is really good. Yeah. Like I was gonna say it's sneaky good, but that's not giving it enough credit. No, it's good. just good. They're experienced, they know what they're doing. We we questioned being so old, yeah. you know, at the start of the year, but seems to be a perfect blend of veterans and and young players. You can't which... buy experience, can you? Well, so Fla- Flacco's he playing was... well. Like this was really. his first good game of the season. Do you know so what I liked about Flacco today? Flying the flag. He he showed some emotion. You know, like he threw a good touchdown pass and he was fist pumping and he, he actually smiled. Like I think that's the first time I've been watching NFL and I've seen Joe Flacco <laughs> smile. He's very, yeah, he has you a smile after they emotion. won the Super Bowl. I yeah, don't he reckon he did. all out of the bank. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah he did. <laughs> I think the, the difference in this game for Baltimore, the, their defense has been good all year, and it surprised me. They completely shut down J.H.I., which is, that's Miami's whole offense at the moment. They'll, they'll develop and be okay. But 
it was the running game. It's the first time in three or four weeks that the Ravens have had a running game. Now, it wasn't amazing. It was over 100 yards, which is good, with three backs. But I like the fact that they were able to get first downs from it. They were able to control the clock. And with that with that defense, it's going to get turnovers, which they got three from Ryan Tannehill. And they're going to be able to hold teams to low point numbers. That's all you have to do on offense. Get first downs, drain clock. The Cowboys have been doing it all year. The, Cowboys. The Ravens <laughs> are almost the AFC <laughs> version I'm of the Cowboys. I'm keeping a score. I'm going to keep a score. You should get a little bell there's, over there, Chris. Too Sorry much. if I have to compare to the... People to the best team in the NFL. Like I'm just trying to find comparisons <laughs> to make teams sorry, sound good. Yeah, exactly. But they're the AFC version of the Cowboys right now. They run the ball. They they keep the, they keep the ball for a long time, and they play really really good defense. Now Cowboys don't play great defense. That's the difference. But same Cowboys. MO. They want to hold onto the ball as long as possible. Look, they certainly needed it with the Steelers um, getting a win as well. It's getting tight. Yeah, it's both five and seven. Um, yeah, Cincinnati and Cleveland. Forget them. They're done in the in the north there. But those two teams, they're a, they're a real chance. Um, the Ravens have the uh, division. They're 4-0 in that division, so they'll... Uh... They have to play the Steelers again. It'll come down to that, I'd imagine. It, it, it should be a really good playoff race to watch, and there's a few that are all tied up at the moment. It's going to be a good run home. Um, next thing we want to touch on, Philadelphia 14, Cincinnati 32. Wentz might have come... Firing out of a cannon in the first five weeks and looked like an all-pro. He's back but he to He has earth. been awful since. Back to earth with a thud I have on my notes. He has been terrible. He, and look, he's not... This is what we thought the Eagles would be at the start of the year, remember? Yeah. Most they of us had have, them last or second last in the division. I had yeah, them last. They've got no receivers. Like I, I think... I don't mind Jordan Matthews. I know it feels like I'm ragging on him all the time. But when he's your best player... That that's a problem. He can't be your best receiver. You need better guys. Aguilar has been a complete bust, a first round pick. They are gonna need a Well that was more. one of Chip Kelly's ones. Yeah, but he's been he's been a complete No 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 he was yeah, he was Chip Kelly's last one. So he's been a complete bust. They benched him after fumbling on the weekend, but Wentz three picks, he's not getting the job done. The Bengals looked good, but it's too little too late for them. I think I don't think they can catch. Now that the Steelers and the Ravens are finding their oh, oh, feet, no, they, they can't they're, make They're players. done. They're 4-7-1. They're Let's not forget that. That stupid tie, yeah. which puts you behind. and In a game that gives you an entire another quarter to score. Um, Do you think Marvin Lewis is behind. in trouble? No. But you think about what Cincinnati were before Marvin Lewis got there. I agree. I think he's a good coach. They were the Browns. And, and they've, they've had a lot of injuries. Before the Browns became the Browns. What, what worries me about he's them is... He's been there a long time. Jeremy Hill had 23 carries for 33 yards. Well, that's an offensive line problem. Well, they were the best offensive line in the NFL last year. Things change quick, mate. Yeah, they do. You, they have, do. A, you have a look at the standings. Where were the Cowboys last year? Last in their division. Now they're first. Where was Tampa? Last in their division. Right now they're tied for first. It hap- Look at the Raiders. It happens all over yeah. the place. How quickly teams can go from last to first in their division in this league. A handful of injuries. One guy leaves under free agency. And that line is completely different. Yeah. And I, I find it really hard to hate Vontaze Perfect. I know he's dirty and he does oh, some he cheap is things. he's so dirty. But he's such a good football player. The, the two picks, a forced fumble. If he cut 15 that stuff tackles. Out, but I think that's... That's his thing. I don't think he's as bad as he makes out. He does bonehead things, but uh, I think he's fun to watch. And the Eagles' season's done, so enjoy it, though. Carson Wentz is great. And until 10, we've got Richie James and Chris Bryan in from the SEN NFL podcast. Fellas, we've got a question off the SMS. By the way, you can get involved at 
any uh, any time if you've got a question for the guys, 94291116 or 0433981116 off the SMS. Greg from West Meadows says, Hi, gents. Bridgewater might not make Minnesota better, but Adrian Peterson will. Now, James, who did the Vikings lose to? Uh, everyone. <laughs> last week was who they lose to? Last week was the Cowboys. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, they're trying to hang now, around. To now that we know that you mentioned Dallas a lot, we've got some little sound effects out. Oh, the that's back. good. This is inter- This is better than yeah. what Christos Tyler usually does. This is very Get interactive. <laughs> but uh, to answer your question, Adrian Peterson's a good back, and he, he's one of the best backs the NFL's ever seen. I, I think that's unfair to say, but you need an offensive line to run, and the Vikings are the worst offensive line maybe I've ever seen in the NFL, certainly in the past 10 years. And they've got a couple of injuries, not all their fault, but they need to develop that or Adrian Peterson will come back and be doing exactly the same thing he did the first couple of games this year and getting no yards and being unsuccessful. And Who does have a career. good... Who does have a good offensive line? James? Uh, lots of teams have good offensive line. <laughs> Anyone in Texas? Um, Houston's Texans? is okay. The Cowboys is pretty solid. <laughs> <laughs> it's teeing up, mate. It's just rude. Uh, <laughs> we'll get away from the Cowboys for a minute. Houston travelled up to a very snowy and cold Green Bay and went down to the tune of 13-21. Uh, Rogers just keeps on playing well, Chris. He is, isn't he? <clears throat> Sorry, I've just got a mouthful of... Um, <laughs> We've done it to you. Yeah. The sour Skittles. The sour Skittles got Told me. Told you not to eat I put a handful in. <laughs> Brett said, you get through the break, no worries, and they're still there. So I apologise for that. But look, Aaron's he's just um, leading this team well, isn't he? I think Jordy Nelson, geez, he turned it on. How open was he in the end zone then? What, the guy like, slipped. What happened on nah, that Nah, he slipped. They showed the highlights of it, and the guy actually did slip over. But, you know, that type of weather this late in the season, like, that's going to happen. So... Coming from Texas, going up to uh, Wisconsin, you and they get... play indoors, Texans. That's right. So I thought it was great to see that sort of football played. You know, with the white field after half time, they'd obviously scraped it and it was clean again. So uh, look, I thought it was great to watch that. Um, I thought the Packers secondary sort of stepped it up. They've had a bit of a weakness the last few weeks, and I thought they played really well. So. Um, the Packers, they're, they're holding on. They've, you know, they've got to stay close to the Lions because the Lions can... Do they play Detroit again? They must. Yeah, they, they, they would have to meet they again play in the last again. four so weeks. It's going to come down to that. It I is. think the Packers could potentially win out right now, the way they're play- the way Aaron Rodgers is playing. They still have zero running game, which is, it's and, always, it's going to be their issue now. And, and why don't they run it. a crossing route occasionally? Or a rub uh, route? Like, help him out a bit. I think that's going like, to hurt him. He's the best... Home games there, He's yeah. easily the best QB in the league when he's on, but help him out a little bit. Like Everything's isolation range. You can't keep running five-yard hitches. Well, you can because they've won three in a row doing it. Mm, yeah. it, it, it it's a boring system. And I was thinking before, wouldn't you love to see, um, Chris, you wouldn't, but wouldn't you love to see Aaron Rodgers in Kansas City or something like that to see what like uh, Handy Reid could do with a good coach, could do with a good quarterback? I'm just interested to see what he could do elsewhere. Now, we'll never see it, and the only way we'll find out what he can do in a different situation is if McCarthy's gone. And Look, they've scored 21 points against uh, an okay Texans defense. They're, they're not exceptional. They don't have J.J. Did Watt, Clowney play this week? No, I don't I think th- he no, did. No, I think he was hurt. His run-stopping has been exceptional this He's season. He's up there and that's for a Defensive huge Player miss. of the Year, in my mind. And if, yeah. people, if you disagree with that, get NFL Game Pass 
Go back and watch him play. He has played outstanding. Do it for the coaches' film too, where you can he see it. tackles cannot block him one-on-one. And just because you're not getting sacks doesn't mean you're not getting pressure. You know, Sacks come down to whether the quarterback's willing to hold it. A lot of young quarterbacks, especially, are very jumpy and will throw picks over taking sacks, uh, which makes it hard. But can we just discuss before we move on Houston's offense? Osweiler, it's not working out. I can't see how he's going to get better. He throws everything underneath he has a good arm, doesn't use it. And Lamar Miller, after starting off the season outstanding, he, he's just completely dropped off. They don't know how to get him the ball. They can't use him. Chris and I talked about this on the podcast last week. Is it time to, to, to make the move? I know they're paying him a disgustingly large amount, and he's under... It's not actually the worst contract in the world, but it's still not a good one. He's, should never let contracts dictate the team. No, so you make that move now? Because they got uh, DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best receivers in the league, who, and, and I forgot he played for them. Who do you go to? Tom Savage. You have to. He's been in the system for three years. He was brought. He, he's played in that offense now for at least three yeah. years of practice <clears throat> every single day. Whereas also, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get the offense. He keeps missing wide open receivers. I think the coach has to there, doesn't he? It's Bill O'Brien, isn't it? Bill O'Brien. Yeah. He ha- he has to do he has something to, do something to try his... to try and or he's save gone. his job. They're now tied yeah. with Tennessee. At six and six, I think Tennessee can win this division. I think they're going to. And the Colts play tomorrow, which we'll get to later. And they could think, get to six and six I, as well. I think this division's going to be really tight, but I can't see any of those teams competing come uh, playoffs. Well, we do have a question uh, quickly for you guys off the SMS. Will Indy take out the AFC South? As you said, they've got the Jets to play Monday Night Football. They win that, will they go to the top there? The Texans and Titans have identical records. Uh, the head, to, I believe Houston will hold the head to head because they've beaten the Titans and the Col- and the Colts. But look, the Colts have every chance because they have Andrew Luck, who is an exceptional talent. But I think Tennessee are more well rounded. To answer his question, uh, he's probably a Colts fan, and I like the Colts, but they've got a lot to fix. They have they have offensive line trouble. They have defensive line trouble. Their, their run home is an awful. Either. Look, they go to New York this week, um, who I think are pretty much done. Yeah. Then they host Houston, so obviously a head-to-head. Um, but then they've got to go to Minnesota and to Oakland. Yeah, they're not the easiest of road trips. The, their best hope is for Oakland that to be a dead rubber for them. Like, Oakland don't need it. And bench players. And bench players, and they can get the win there. And that that might give them... If they win three of those four, they probably got every chance to win the South. I think nine wins will win this division. And do, so do the Colts play the Texans again? Yeah, yes. next week. Yeah, they oh, play so on December 11th. That's a huge game. That is just a massive game for them. Uh, look, to answer his question, I don't know. I don't think the Colts can win the division. I don't think they will. They certainly can. Uh, I think the Titans will win it. They're well-rounded. Such a good running game. And when the weather gets colder in, in America later in the season, that, those teams tend to dominate, and they're built the right way. Well, it's December, and it snowed almost on cue. Exactly. There, there were college games last week that it, it snowed at about 10 of them. Um, it's that time of year where... Defense and running game become really important and, unless you're in a dome. And Mariota, he's playing so well. So yeah, I, look, I, I think the Titans, but the Colts could do it. There's certainly a chance. They're in it. Yeah, take a win out tomorrow and, and they've got every chance. Um, Denver traveled down to Jacksonville. Jacksonville, the biggest disappointment of the year for us. Um, it makes James so mad. I bring it up all the time. Paxton Lynch actually started in place of Simeon, who was injured. He didn't play very well, but Jacksonville have, have quit. They're done. Uh, Gus Bradley, I wouldn't be surprised if we hear in the next couple of days they've fired him. Yeah. Because at this point, they're probably annoyed with him. He's terrible. The big news was that Trevor Simeon didn't play. Paxton Lynch started in, in place of him and was awful. He has zero touch. Uh, look, I'm not saying he won't develop into something okay, but at this point, when you see the quarterbacks that have come out of this draft, 
there's a few mistakes that have been made, in my opinion. Um, and, and, you know, some some teams got lucky. And there's no doubt about that. But well, it goes to show, if you need a quarterback, don't reach into the first round to get it. Just take the one at your pick. Lynch, look, look I think Carson Wentz will end up being a good quarterback. Because from the minute he started playing... You can see, yeah, he's he's got some ability. Winston, Mariota, look, RJ3 in his rookie year and Andrew Luck, but RJ3 got hurt. That's why he fell apart. It wasn't... Do you, do you know he got cleared? He's been cleared for um, full activities. I hope he plays next the Brownies. Week. I, I think he, he will. Turns into a I think good he will. Play. His rookie year was outstanding, but, you know, Cam Newton in his rookie year broke records. Like, you can pick guys pretty quickly, and Paxton Lynch has a big arm... But he looks really stupid and doesn't know how to drop it <laughs> over the top of guys. Sometimes the, the, that's the biggest thing because in college, at the level he played, yeah, you can just heave it around the yard. Hey Paxton, now you're way better than everyone else. Yep. When the DN comes unblocked, just run away from him and throw it deep to our better receiver. In the NFL, it doesn't work that way. That and, end is going to catch you. And Denver won this game because of their defense. And it was Bradley Roby had a pick six in this game, but that defense is outstanding. They are a real contender because of that defense. Defense wins championships, doesn't it? Um, And I think from looking at this game for myself, if you're a punter, this is a game you want because their third down conversions, one for 13. So the punter had 11 punts. So it's either good or bad. And um, he he punted all right and they played well. So have an average of 40 over 11 punts. uh, That's a good day out. Next game. Sorry, just quickly. Blake Bortles. Awful. Are you out on him? Uh, I just like him because he's got a cool nickname, Bortles Service. But yeah, I'm out. He's incredibly talented. But yeah, as I said, I, I know I've been, I've been barracking for Kyle Shanahan all year. But if, if they can get a quarterback coaching guy, God, Ken Wisenhunt would be an upgrade right now to coach him up. And he's had some stinking years. So at this point, they've got to get a coach in because you can't just throw everything out. He was the number three is, pick. There is too much talent in Jacksonville for him to be this bad. Put in mind, he was the number there three is. pick the year he, Derek Carr went in the second round. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, Those of you who pay attention remember. The LA Rams continue to be awful but reward their coach. We'll get to that in a second. Oh, don't. They lost 10-26 to 26 against New England. Now we've got a question off the SMS. How much does Gronk hurt the Patriots' chances this year? I would actually argue less than in previous years because of Bennett. Yeah, and Bennett did nothing today and had one catch for four yards. I don't know, was Gronk's last name Brady? No. Oh, okay, well then they'll be fine because <laughs> he is just a level above every other quarterback in the league right now. And well, ever. Ever. 201 he's the, wins. He's the best quarterback wins. ever. And he is ever. And if anyone wants to come back at you with anyone else from the past, just don't even listen to them. Don't yeah, listen to him. Uh, I tell just, him it's Brady and tell him to shut up. I watched a game with Montana in it the other day who everyone claims was the best ever. He wouldn't make it in today's NFL. He threw four-yard slants to Jerry Rice all yeah, day. He, he, he couldn't throw it over a jam tin. Like, he was awful. And I'm sorry, he was great in that era, but this is their better athletes. Your offensive linemen move quicker than most quarterbacks now. He just wouldn't survive or wouldn't be as good in today's NFL. Talking about crappy quarterbacks, though, I think the Rams have made a big blunder here. They've really yeah. stuffed this up. They gave up a lot to bring Goff in. Even and... if they'd taken Wentz, it would be okay. Oof. But this is... They're, he, they're not getting any As I was just that. saying about Paxton Lynch, Goff looked worse because yeah. he doesn't have the powerful arm. I really... I don't rate his accuracy. I know he's a rookie, but 14 of 32, two picks. Like, Keenum was better. I'm, I need to apologize. Case Keenum, from the bottom of my heart, I am sorry you are a better quarterback than Jared Goff, and you shouldn't have been benched. 
it's unbelievable. And then they reward Jeff Fisher. Yeah, I, I actually want to forget this game, Chris, because... Look, you can't forget it. Pa- just, Patriots forget, are awesome. Pa- yes, he Patriots broke the are record. Good. Rams are bad. Tom Brady's best quarterback of all time. Now, arguably, arguably the worst coach with the worst record. It's not arguably. He has the worst record in the history of coaching. He's had three winning seasons in a 20-year career of being a head coach, and he just got extended for two more years. Chris, you've actually been in an NFL locker room. What would the players be saying? They must be beside themselves. They'll be ringing their agent. Todd Gurley will want out. <laughs> and they'll say... Just have a look around, see what you can get for me. But that's another two years of seven and nine bullshit, isn't it? Sorry. So, look, that's on the Pipes hard up, knocks. Um, but that's what that's what they're asking for. He's he come out and said that's not what we're going to be anymore. The city, and that's what they're. What does he for. even do? What does he do for a team? He's not a defensive guy. He's not an offensive guy. He was a special teams coach before he was a head coach. I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm upset because I am upset. <laughs> he is. The worst, most vanilla, boring, oh, it's fourth and one and we can win the game here. Let's punt it and lose it. I cannot stand him. And the LA Rams <laughs> have come into a market where they need to succeed. They've tra- traded up, got what looks like right now an okay quarterback that probably would go in the fifth round if we redid the draft right now, and then re-signed a coach who can't win. I just don't know. I hope the Chargers come to LA and just demoralize their fan base well, and take over. The fans aren't going. The, the LA Coliseum, which holds a hundred and what ten, hundred fifteen thousand, it's massive. When there's only thirty thousand people, that place looks really. They are hemorrhaging empty. money. They and are I, really. I, like, empty. is Jeff Fisher a Jedi? Does he? Can you just put mind tricks on? <laughs> you know, I, I I am the coach you're looking for. I just can't work it out. I'd love to sit down in a room with Jeff Fisher and have him change my mind, but he won't answer my tweets. I think I've probably, seen some stuff on, on him, and he goes up fishing up in Montana and does his fly fishing with his son, who's yeah. actually a coach. He's the D- their D-backs coach, which is their worst position yeah. group. Yeah, exactly. He hires his son, and they're terrible at D-backs. Well, at least his son's got a job for another couple of years anyway. Like, you know, I mean, as a father myself, that's what you want. You want to make sure your kids are looking he after. He might be the greatest bloke in the world. And you know what? If he wants me to come up fishing with him, I'll happily do that. But if he wants to coach me for football, he can jam it. I'm out. I am out on the. Rams. Oh, really? So you get Have an fun. NFL contract. I'll join his to staff. the Rams, but you say no. Nah, I'm not coming. I'll say is Jeff Fisher the coach? No, thanks. On <laughs> that, we get, we've got him on the line, news. and uh, he's had a contract. Oh. This is really awkward. <laughs> please, please get him on the line. <laughs> on that bombshell, uh, Detroit rather impressive. Twenty-eight went down in New Orleans and knocked him off. Thirteen, um, a breeze for arguably the first time this year. Looked pretty ordinary with three turnovers that really cost the Saints the game. And I think this was the most impressive win by the Detroit Lions this year. The Saints, uh, they were the number one yardage offense in the NFL coming into this game. So I don't think they're the best offense. They're certainly the best at accumulating numbers, but they're a good offense. And Detroit's defense smothered them, the three turnovers. They got no running game with the Saints. And on the other hand, Matt Stafford just continues to play really, really well. They control the ball. They run it okay. That could be better, but it's not awful. Uh, they have Golden Tate, who has turned into one of the best receivers in the NFL, certainly the best slot receiver. Getting Eric Ebron, their super athletic tight end back, has been great for them. Anquan Bolden's added a little bit of toughness to them on offense. I, I really like them. I think they're, they're a really solid team, and I just... I don't know whether anyone else can catch them in that division now. They just are playing too well. It's the first game, first this year that they've they actually trailed. they haven't trailed yeah. in the fourth quarter. Um, I don't it know if makes a pleasant change for their 
well, for him. It would have taken a little, a little bit of pressure off the offensive coordinator calling the plays, wouldn't it? So Jim Bob Cooter, the best, best name, name in, in sport. Forget, yeah. forget, forget football. Is that's that one of the best names in sport. Phoenix, that's his name, Jim, Jim Bob, Bob Cooter. Cooter. I like the Lions a little bit more now. Yeah, no, they're, they're fantastic. They've actually um, they got a two game lead in the division with with four games remaining. Who they play the next four? They host they, they host Chicago. They go to the Giants. Yep. They go to Dallas, mm. and then they host Green Bay in the last game. Of I mean, it'll, the year it'll come down to the last game. That one, yep. It'll come down to the last game for sure. I think Green Bay's Green Bay plays some slightly easier teams. I think going to Dallas will be tough for them. I think going, where? going to the Giants will be tough for them. Oh. <laughs> they missed it. I think going to the Giants will be tough. Those and you know what, Chicago, they're they're a division rival late in the season. They will want to win this football game. So that's always tough playing the division outdoors. rival. Is it are they hosting the Bears or is it at the Bears? At the Bears. Duh, Bears. We might no, they host. They host the Bears. Welcome back. Full time in the NBL in Illawarra. Uh, Andrew Gaze in the Sydney Kings remain top of the table. A six-point win over the Illawarra Hawks. Up until 10, though, we're talking about the NFL with Richie Garraway, James Arthur and Chris Bryan from the SEN NFL podcast. Fellas, a question off the uh, SMS from... Uh, Nick in Clayton says he's fairly new to the NFL, a bit like myself, but been getting into it lately. Hasn't got a team. What are some of your suggestions? He's looking for just a good young team, James, which you think is a good place to start, maybe an up-and-coming team. You don't want to pick a team that's good now. If you pick the Patriots, I'll never forgive you. The, you know, the Cowboys, you don't want to pick them. You, you don't want to pick the Raiders. Or they're, they're a bit up-and-coming. Pick a team that has been poor the last couple of years but is built a little bit. Houston wouldn't be a bad one. Uh, Buffalo Bills wouldn't be a bad one. Nope. Eagles wouldn't be a bad one. They've nope. got a good young quarterback. Pick a team that you can enjoy watching them build and get better. If you pick a team no, at no, the top, no. they'll the sink. O- the other option is you can go for a team, because if you're going to go to the States and go to a game. LA? Pick a team that's got... Kansas City. I'd go, Tailgating I'd go to San Diego. They won't be there. Actually, you're right. They might end they up in LA. LA. But, but yeah. they've, got a, they've got a cool uniform. If they do to get LA, they'll have a brand new stadium to play in. Yeah, See, for me, I, I'd go being a man out the Clayton, southeastern suburbs, so I'm sort of out that way as well. That You want you know, a bit of old school, rough and tough. <laughs> yeah. go, I reckon go to the Raiders because... I if you going to say Pittsburgh. No, then. no, no. You go to the Raiders because they're up and coming. They've got some good players there. And then if you want to get all fancy... You know, like in Melbourne, you come up to the city that you can just cross a bridge and get over to San Fran if you want some fancy stuff. So, if you wanted to be a true non-homer, you'd barrack for the Cleveland Browns and really start at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it'll be rewarding if they ever manage to win another game, but you know, you'll have some tough times. No, well, it's uh, be too far away. If you just got an SMS through before, it was good for all the Browns fans. They didn't lose this week because they had a bye. Uh, Buffalo, as we're talking about Oakland, Buffalo went in. I mentioned this on Sunday afternoon. This is a trap game. Buffalo go in to Oakland. Have you got that backwards? No. I've read that wrong. Oakland 38 continue their winning ways over Buffalo 24. Derek Carr plays awesome in the second half to make a real charge. And Nick and Clayton says looks like he's going to get on board with the Raiders as well. There you go, Nick. That a boy. Yeah, that's a good team to pick. They won this week, so you already uh, got one win on the board, mate. So good decision. Well, I have a huge man crush on Derek Carr. There's no doubt about it. I just can't believe he didn't get picked in the first round. The teams let him go. It's there was he, three it's, quarterbacks Because his last name was Carr. Because of his brother. And he was Imagine tainted because of his brother. had Derek Carr right now instead well, of Osweiler. Well, it, they could throw it to 
um, Fuller and, and, and Hopkins. Hopkins. They could be a productive offense. Look, I, I just like what the Raiders are all about. Their second half was outstanding. They were down, I think, 16 points at halftime, and they rallied, which was their it was their biggest come from behind win in 16 years. I just think they were outstanding. So they run the ball well. Latavius Murray's a solid back. Carr's an outstanding quarterback. And defensively, they're starting to work it out. The addition of Perry Riley, the middle linebacker, who was cut by the Redskins, and the Oakland Raiders picked him up about six weeks ago. It's not quite at the start of the season. He's made a huge difference at middle linebacker, and Khalil Mack is jumping into that front spot for Defensive Player of the Year. He started He's turning this, it on. He started this season slow, but he is something special. So quick off the was ball. Was he... Third overall? Yeah. Second overall. So, something like that. It was, it, it was top five. It, it was finally one of those ones Yeah, he went before Watkins at three. Watkins went four. So you look at the Raiders, and they started building from then. They, they didn't take the splashy guy or, you know... Well, the Bills traded they, up for Watkins in that draft, so... Look, I reckon it, it's, it's clearly been an outstanding pick. I'm pretty sure Clanny was the number one pick in that draft. Yeah, who's turned into a really good player in his own right. So... Khalil Mack is... Yeah, he's one of the best defensive players in the NFL right now. And I, I really like Bruce Irvin for them, who was a free agent. He came over from Seattle. I wasn't sure how he'd fit into this defense because he, he's one of these guys that's not outstanding in any one area. He rushes well, he covers well, he can play the run well, but he's not a guy you just line up and rush. And they've really found a way to use him. He's been very productive for them. He's got sacks, he's, he stopped the run, he's had picks. He's been great. Taking a slight look towards the playoff pitcher in the AFC West, Oakland are now ten and two, with Kansas City right behind them at nine and three, and Denver at eight and four. Are Denver too far back to catch, or is this now pretty much between the Raiders and the Chiefs for who's taking out the West? Raiders and the Chiefs play Friday, so that will go a long way to determine how it goes. Like if the if the Chiefs win that game, they beat the Raiders already, so they'll sweep them, and they'll only be a game behind. So. And then if, if well, they'll you, go to the top. You, sorry, you, you, they'll, they'll be tied with them. So, look, the Raiders will really want to win that game. It is at home, I believe, which the Chiefs aren't as good on the road as most teams aren't. Uh, I think Denver are on the outside looking in. But no, I, that's at KC. It's at KC. So that, that, that's going to be a big ask. Yeah. That, that is a tough place to go and win. Noise. It, it actually has the Last. highest noise ever very, recorded in, in the record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I remember playing there one of the pre It was only a preseason game. Sorry, James, but... I- <laughs> no, I'm just, every time you say that, I'm blown yeah. away. So I was in Arrowhead, <laughs> and it, is the, it was a preseason game, fourth one, so none of the starters were playing, but, jeez, it was loud. It was yeah. very loud. They just have, a quick the one. best tailgating party in the NFL. i tell you NFC. what, if you, Nick from Clayton, if you want to follow someone or follow the NFL, you will enjoy tailgating, absolutely. Oh, and another reason for you, Nick, to follow the Oakland Raiders. Did you guys see Marquette King, the punter for the Oakland Raiders? Oh, that was so good. I know the punters are <laughs> supposedly insignificant compared to our O-line friends here, James. <laughs> but he got taken out. They got a penalty against uh, the Buffalo. For getting hit. Yeah, for r- getting hit, roughing the kicker. He picked up the flag, <laughs> did a little dance, and then threw it down. They called him. He got flagged for it, though. So Yeah, but then oh. did you see his tweet? The he, guy dobbed him in. Yeah, yeah. so the, the Buffalo yeah. players over there with the refs saying, look at that. And I he tweeted a I picture of it in too. and said, look at that, snitch. And absolute, <laughs> it's a what? cracker. Next time that guy plays him, that he's going to get throttled. Market <laughs> King is creating a name for himself. And I, I enjoy it. I think it's great. Punters he are people can kick. too. He's, a, he's one <laughs> of the best really in the kicker. NFL. Yep. Uh, but yeah, he's going to become a target. And I don't think you want to be a target. Does he take their field goals as well? 
He's the holder. He's the holder. And they've got Janikowski. They can't, they, phenomenal. They so. can't do two different things. The, the, fa- the fattest, <laughs> fattest man in the NFL, Janikowski. I love him. He's Before we move on, LaShawn McCoy, 200 yards from scrimmage. He, he's he's had le- such a good season. He's in legit contention for Offensive Player of the Year. I don't think they'll win enough games to be an MVP candidate. No. And I think it's a shame because... The Bills are frustrating because one week their defense dominates and their offense struggles and they lose. And then the next week their offense is awesome and then their defense gives up 40 points and they find a way. They're just so inconsistent on different areas. It's not... Oh, just, there's nothing consistent about them, and it's a, it's a Rex Ryan MO, and it's something he's going to have to fix. But if they can just fix that defense and turn that into a dominant one, that they could be something pretty good in the next couple of years. Uh, in what was a pretty big NFC game, the Washington Redskins traveled to the Arizona Cardinals, and finally the Cardinals started to look like the offense that they looked like last year, getting the win 31-23. Um, Cousins... Turnovers. Yeah, he, he cost them the game. And, you know, he's won them a lot of games this year, so I'm not going to destroy him. He's been a lot better than what I thought. He's been great. He backed himself to play on a one year on a one year deal. And and he's going to get a huge you know one what? next year. I'm going to give him absolute props for that because I was a guy who said he should take the long-term deal, but he backed himself, and I like people that do that. Mm-hmm. They don't just take the easy option. So He said you like that baby, didn't he? Something like that? Yeah, you yeah, like last that. Week, you like that? He didn't, so. It hasn't liked it the last couple of weeks because they are slowly slipping out of playoff contention. Thanks to the Buccaneers, but his turnovers cost him today. Where on the other side, Carson Palmer was was as, look, he wasn't flawless, but he was as close to flawless as I've seen him all season. He turned back the clock a little, didn't he? Yeah. We were saying the last few weeks that he's looking old, a little bit slow, and maybe it's time um, for him to move on. Well, this is another Romo hotspot as well, the Arizona Cardinals for sure. Romo, yeah, I think Cowboys. I think um, the big Carson Palmer. Speaking all... of that, though, would you would you go there? <laughs> Arizona have got Arizona have got more. Free agents, they've got a lot of cash com- coming in. No, they don't. They've only got about twenty million. Yeah, but Car- if Carson so, Palmer's out of contract too, so they'll gain about twenty five million back off that immediately. I thought he had one to go. I might be wrong, May- or he's maybe got he's one- got the the dip year. You know, when they back they front load the contract. I'm not sure, but they're confident they'll get a lot of them back. They better they hope to. They really need to because you can bring Romo in and extend that window because David Johnson oh. is one of the best young running backs in the league. 12 Chris. straight game, Every game this season yeah. with 100 yards from scrimmage. That's Yeah, what's he have here? He's 170-odd <laughs> yards from scrimmage. And like, He's just phenomenal. Great pass protector too, which is such an underrated stat for him. Yeah, more well, receiving I, this week. If, if, you're, if you're not a serious NFL follower, a pass-blocking running back is so underrated. But in the NFL, they rely on those guys... He again. He's a guy who can be offensive player of the year for sure, and he's he's fighting it with Zeke Elliott for best running back, and they're doing it yards every week. They're just overtaking each other, so it'll be an exciting race. But, uh, Patrick Peterson closed this game out with another pick. Is, is he still one of the best going around? He's one of the best. I, I think Sherman's the best cornerback in the NFL. We lit him up last week. Yeah, Mike Evans is a pretty good receiver though, so I'll take it back. Instant- yeah, broken arm. We'll get to Sherman in a minute, but did you see he's, he played? No, with, El, oh, bro, did Earl Thomas break? No, he, no, he broke his leg. His leg. But Thomas Sherman broke his played leg. with a uh, broken arm. He had a big brace on. Hey, some of these guys are just tough as nails. I don't think people they play with broken hands with casts on. Like they're unbelievable. Missing fingers Missing and everything. Yes, yeah. it's dangerous stuff. Uh, Pittsburgh stamped their authority that they're in it to win it this year with a twenty-four to fourteen win over the New York Giants. With Washington and the Giants losing. This week, one, it's great for the Cowboys, puts them in the playoffs for sure. But two, it's good for all the other AFC teams, uh, sorry, NFC teams who are vying for that wild card because these two teams were in it. 
Or still are, but they're, they're making it easier on everyone else. I think the Giants will be fine. I don't see that being a problem. But Pittsburgh, that was a massive win. They had to win it, didn't yep. they? They, were, they had a little bit of a sluggish last few weeks, but um, you know they had to win it to stay in, in touch with the Ravens. So, um, yep. And it was and the big three. Well. Yeah, it was. Big Ben, Brown, and Bell. They carried them, which when those three are humming, they're pretty hard to stop. And they, the 12 penalties they had made this game look closer than it was. The Giants were pretty garbage for most of the game. Um, and Jason Pierre-Paul hurt his hamstring, his groin, I believe. So who knows how long he'll be out. He's already he's already down one hand. So I don't know how he's going to manage. Um, and he's a big deal for them, that defense. They're 8-4. Yeah, you know, they've got games with Dallas, Detroit, Philly, and one other. It was funny because yeah. if, if Dallas had lost Friday to Minnesota, then... The Giants had won today. They would have been able to take the division from Dallas with a win next week. Now they're they're three games behind. So it'll be difficult. I think they'll make the wild card, though. I can see them making the playoffs. And we've got about uh, two minutes left to wrap up Sunday football in the NFL and look ahead to Monday night football. It's the Colts and the Jets with Richie Garraway, James Arthur, and Chris Bryan, fellas. Now, James, my Tampa Bay Buccaneers won 28-21 over San Diego. Tell me how good they are and how they're going to make the playoffs. Well, it won't be because of their kicker. Yes, it won't be, the uh, kicker! Uh, <laughs> they were both yeah. awful. We need a sound effect for that as well. I'm actually writing an article on how many players they could have taken that were better than the kicker they took in the second they round. Hate. Roberto Aguayo. But it's, what about the Chargers kicker as well? That shank was awful. Travis Cloak. Oh, worse uh, than Cloak. Cloak would have got that one. I reckon I could have got it closer. Might not have gone the distance, but it would have gone straight. It, it, that was really, really bad. nearly missed San Diego. That was that bad. <laughs> we, we are missing the point, though. I thought Jameis Winston was outstanding. Through an early pick, which is kind of his tendency of, of It's kind of his thing. And but he never gets scared of it. No. And he came back, whereas Philip Rivers had a couple of turnovers which really cost them. Well he threw the pick um, that ended the game. Yeah, it was and that, it was, that a, was a bad ball too. It was a wheel route thrown to the inside oh, it shoulder. It was yeah. easy to pick off. Which is you gotta put that high in Philip Rivers doesn't make mistakes like that. I think he's had enough. He, he was knows pretty frustrated. That, he knows in that division that, and the, what happened early in the year. But Tampa Bay, they're tied now for the division lead. and They've oh, been flexed, haven't they, the next exciting. Sunday night? Yes, our game against uh, the Cowboys has been flexed to the Sunday night game. So it should be good. Yeah, it's in two We've weeks. got about 20 seconds. We've had a great response. We'll have to get you back in. Monday night football, Colts or Jets? Richie? Uh, Jets at home. Colts. No, nah, Andrew Luck will get it. Well, as you can see, the boys predicted it correctly. I certainly got the Monday night game very, very wrong. I don't know what made me think of uh, back in the Jets. That game was absolutely horrible. Um, it's one that I don't think anyone's going to be looking back on, but there's a lot of talk. The Jets yeah, potentially may have quit on their coach. Um, I think quit is a really harsh word in the NFL, um, and I, I, I don't know if that's really what happened, but they certainly got absolutely blown out, uh, which was pretty disappointing. As I mentioned earlier at the start of the show, uh, the Panthers just looked awful. Um, (laughs) One thing that really surprised me is Cam Newton didn't get the start because apparently he didn't wear a tie to the game and broke a a minor dress code rule, which meant he had to sit out. Ron Rivera sat him out for one series. And Derek Anderson comes in, first play, throws a pick, and it was all downhill from there for the for the you know poor old Carolina Panthers. It was, I think there's got to be more to it. I, I just can't believe that just for not wearing a tie gets you sat down. I think there's probably a building up of things. Maybe he hasn't worn a tie for three weeks or something like that. But it's a decision that was 
really, really strange to me. Um, you know, you're still trying to make the playoffs, and this loss now has pretty much you know finished them off. So I think it just got the game off to the ro- off on the worst foot possible for Carolina, and it was really you know disappointing to see. And I don't think we'll be seeing them in this year's playoffs. But that pretty much does it for us. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. It was a little different. Um, with any luck, we might be back in the studio again this coming Monday. Certainly check us out with uh, Brett Thomas on a Sunday afternoon, Sunday Sports Central, usually on between 5 and 6 p.m. But you might be able to catch us again Monday night, uh, probably between 8 and 9. Um, but we'll obviously keep you all updated with the Facebook page and the Twitter page, all those sorts of things about uh, when we're on. So keep an ear out on the SEN radio station. Uh, Until next week, I'm all here by myself, but for Chris and for JA, for myself, thanks so much for downloading. We look forward to bringing it to you all next week. Thanks for listening to the SEN NFL podcast. For more SEN America podcasts, head to sen.com.au. To keep up to date with the latest American sports news and interviews from around SEN, follow SEN America on Twitter at SEN America and on Facebook at facebook.com slash SEN America. Ha <laughs> ha! 